I'd like to welcome everybody to the original Breaking Bars podcast. It's going to be our first one. I want to thank Two Tall Media Group first and foremost. I want to thank some of the sponsors, Bearded Mother Trucker, Get Dirty 360 Gear, EA Sports Fields, Tattoo Brews, Hospitality Heating and Air, Comer Distributing, and also Spikes Fresh Pork Skins and then Controlled Sites and Sign Techniques as well. Also want to mention a couple of the other uh, podcast that'll that you can hear on this same group is I've heard worse from better and then also same trailer different park uh, you definitely want to get your your wives and significant others to listen to those two women on that one only wives and significant others no children right no children. yeah you don't want your children <laughs> listening to that one but uh, pretty honored that my very first one today I'm gonna start out and we have uh, Congressman Ralph Norman our fifth district congressional congressman that's in here with us today and it's it's a real honor to have you in here sir and thank you so much for joining us well, Tony Breeden, thank you for what you're doing. As I mentioned to you earlier, you're a natural. On uh, when I watched you on Facebook, uh, you've got the backing. You've done your service with the police department is second to none. So thank you. It's an honor to be here. Well, Brad as well. Thank you for doing what no you're problem, doing. No problem, man. I'm glad you could be here. Kind of want to just, you know, one of the things that I've thought about, especially with you, and and I think it's beginning to be a trend with what we've seen in some of the local national congress senate races is would you not consider yourself a lot more of what the founding fathers fathers had in mind when they created this government and that was people that had an established life had an established family job and then kind of put that on hold went to serve for a while but had no intentions of a complete career in politics and and you're just going to fight for what you've seen you know and all that you've experienced yeah tony if you'd have if, if you'd asked me 30 years ago, would I be doing this? No. I love my business. Uh, we, I mean, the family is great. We, uh, uh, you know, took the uh, – we just enjoyed every part of it. And now that I'm in the political arena, I saw what needed to be done. And the Founding Fathers didn't intend for politicians to go up and make a career out of it. And, you know, I'm so lucky because I've been in the business world. I've right. made money. I've lost money. Right. I don't need anything out of politics. Right. I don't need any uh, – I don't need to sell them any real estate. They can't give me anything. They really can't take anything. So I think that's what the founding fathers meant. And I tell you, it's about we the people. It's not we the government. It's not we the political party. It's we the people. And if we don't wake up, uh, particularly now, we're going to pay a price. Yes, sir, 100%. Now, also, I wanted you to take a second to explain the uh, Freedom Fighter Award. I know you were just you were talking about that recently, and I think that especially the rarity of it with that your second time, right? So Correct. just kind of mention what that is, and it just to show how much what you are doing for us. Well, Freedom Fighter is, uh, is an award given to people who, uh, to congressmen, and I wasn't, I was in the, it was, I think it was one of, 10 others that got it but it's just less government it's uh putting leaving the citizen to have their money let them spend it the way they want to spend it not politicians right and the 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 fact that i got it uh it's just second nature really because i didn't know at the time that they were ranking all the votes that i take but we get hit in washington dc every vote you got lobbyists coming to you. You've got different interest groups. And I'm just lucky. Uh, I just say if, if, if I think it makes sense, I will do it. But if it's uh, a regulation for the sake of regulation, if it's uh, not free enterprise, if it's not by the Constitution, if it's not uh, uh, having a return on the investment for, the, for who is implementing the law, I don't vote for it. And I tell them up front. And uh, that's made some people happy, and it's made some people unhappy. Let me let me get into this. Uh, I'm glad you said something about term limits because I'm a big big fan of you know the proponent of term limits. To me, it seems hard when you, I'd say, a political game, but you have ranking members, correct? So it seems like the longer you're there, it's an advantage to have somebody that's a ranking member because now they're in control of certain committees, correct? They are. All right. So how do you break that? How do you how do you how do you get away from that? So when you say term limits, like would you say three term or four term? Because then you're going to start to, to pull rank to where you can you know every state wants their their representative 
or congressman to be in a ranking position because it could benefit them. So how do you how do you stop or change that to where you don't have to have somebody like a Mitch McConnell that's been there forever? Nothing personal against him, but he's been there forever. How do you, how do you how can you still have a congressman or somebody an elected official still be able to get rank, but do the term limits? Well, number one, term limits, getting people out of office. It was never meant, the Constitution was not meant to have people to go up there and live forever. To serve, we've got congressmen that serve 35 years. It's not, you're not effective. Yes, they get the rank. They get the power uh, in, in committees. I would make the argument that's where politicians lose their sense of balance. Power is something that once you get it's either used in the right way or the wrong way. The ones that have been there 20 plus years, for the most part, Brad, it's used in the wrong way. Right. And I tried, I've been trying to get term limits since I got there, and it really ought to, ought to go from the state house up to Washington. I, yeah, I was going to say, especially local. Like, exactly. I think local, you got you, we have a lot of local people that have been in there for a while. You know, it's, it's, I would love to see, you know, more youthful uh not not so much you know but my age i'm 42 years old i would love to be able to run you know now granted i don't have the time to do it because it takes a lot of time and i you know my work keeps me busy but once you get out of local as far as state when you get into the congressional type uh campaigns like it's hard for me because I, I i i go back and forth with it i would love to, to do my civic duty and run for you know something like I'm not going to be able to raise the money, you know. I can't. How do? You, how can you get more people to be involved and say, "No, you can do this." Like you can do it. I don't care what. I don't care if you're a plumber. You want to run for something? Run for something. I said I, I spoke to Gaffney Rotary today, and I said the number one thing we need are business people in politics. Mm -hmm. You need again people who've made money, lost money. Uh, I compliment you. Uh, what you're doing is you've got a talent. Doing what you're doing right now is adding value to put sunlight on different issues and put sunlight on different candidates. And people ought to be held accountable. And, right. But I see how it happens. When you get up in Washington, D.C., you basically get whatever you want. You're, you know, you're, you're coddled, in, in, right. in best word I know to use. That's not a good thing. Right. Uh, and you say, what would be a good time limit? I think in Congress, three terms, six years. Right. I think in Senate, uh, two terms, 12 years. 12. Um, pilots have a term limit. You can't fly right. over 62 years. Right. Now, the public has, has handled us their uh, credit card. Right. Now, how's that worked out? Yeah. Not too good. <laughs> not too good. So I put a bill up to, um, and get this, I couldn't believe this, put a bill up to list on the ballot on a ballot that you and i would get do you would you vote for or against term limits it got shot down now how innocuous is that yeah is it because in a lot of those bills they will tag stuff into the bill well now you, you also got to realize that any chance of any chance of term limits is over till we take the house back that's just that's the bottom line i mean it, you because you I think that you. I think that was your genuine intent because even right. the only one that's ever, I think, recently introduced was Ted Cruz in the Senate. Right. But it's still not going to get a lot of momentum, only because he must obviously be not plan on staying much longer. But no. it would be absolutely pointless to introduce a bill in the House right now on term limits. There's oh, yeah. just no way. For your listeners, the the, uh, the Speaker of the House controls the committees. They they control. Uh, everything about government because they got the power they got the votes every committee we have in Congress uh, from budget to oversight to they win every vote and it's just opposite from what I think and what conservatives think but you're right I tell you what, where it is going to happen you get enough people like what you're doing to start raising cane with politicians I want term limits and let it spread across the state that's where we the people come in but you also, you also I'm sorry Mr. Norman you also got to realize that technically we control term limits Correct. because it's the same people that keep going in there and complaining and complaining and go in there and go either straight party or let the same person stay in there forever. So honestly, if you really want to look at it from a true standpoint, we determine term limits, you not do. congressmen or senators. But how because many elections do you have to where people don't run against anybody? You, you you don't have a lot. I mean, you there's almost. Lo I'm talking about locally. Locally, well, you see them all the time, man. You yeah, but I, there's still people. That, Contesting, but you and I, the congressman and I had a conversation one time that Pelosi actually controls almost every election in every state. 
like you know what I'm saying? I mean, you 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 you're not going to run against any of her people or anything without them. You look at in the state the money that was poured into against Senator Graham this year. You know, he, that's you've never seen that. That's unprecedented. Fourteen, fifteen million dollars in a week, all for one person. You know, so I think that you know ultimately who's running against Graham? Yeah, right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. So ultimately, yeah, I think term limits. It's going to take, and the only way it'll happen is if we take the House back, and and. The, the few congressmen that are, are like you that aren't that aren't planning on staying up there forever, which I think, in my honest opinion, I think that that started to look like a recurring trend. You've seen some of the former military people that I don't think plan on staying up there forever that have run it. And I think that if if, if we can take it back this November and get those bills in there, I think this will be our, our, our really best shot to get those term limits done. Yeah, and let me give you an example. I had a where uh, where we the people get involved. I had a particular person that occupied a seat who did something that uh, I thought was wrong. So a group of us met, and we I asked, why did you do this particular thing? She really, it was from outside sources. I said, that's okay, that's fine. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to get somebody to run against you and beat you. Right. And that's how you have with. That's I've right. been on both sides. Right, right, right. You, where y'all come into play is build p- public momentum and hold people accountable. The best thing y'all can do, and I don't care whether it's police work, whether it's any type job, you get you hold people accountable and ask questions. I, I told it Rotary today. I had a girl, had a lady who um, in Rock Hill, you would all know her, called me and said, Congressman, I need you to pass a bill. I said, On what? She said, My little girl went to school today. In the text of the curriculum, what if you, if your daughter came home and found your dad had your father having an affair? What would you do if you found out your mother was transsexual? And I said, well, first of all, ma'am, I can't pass a bill for that. Right. Let me tell you what you can do. She said, what's that? I said, you know the teacher who, who taught that? Yes, sir. Have you got the text? Yes, sir. I said, do this. Get the, uh, get the text, call the teacher, and call the principal. Get two or three people that believe like you do, I'll go with you. She said, oh, that's great, Congressman. I'm excited. I got a call the next day. Congressman, I I can't do that. I said, why? She said, "Uh, I'm afraid for my other children. They'll get taken. They'll get um, ostracized by other teachers. I said, ma'am, that doesn't work that way. Right. You're doing your child a disservice. Now, if they take it out on your other child, that's another cause right. of action. I said, I'm not talking about going down there and jumping and cussing the teacher out. I'm having a, a logical conversation. Why did you put this in here? And and I've seen the I've been on the other side. It scares them to death. Right. right. We also talked about it's it's also I think people lose sight of how truly important local elections are. City council, county council, school district. Because now you're starting to see when you're on the back end of some of this nonsense, that just going in there because you either know or like somebody, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and I think that it's all of this stuff starts with your town councils, county councils, and your school district councils. I think that people lose sight of that. They don't think they're effective. They think their voice gets lost. I can promise you, I've been on the state level. I can promise you on the federal level. I can't tell you politicians you see on TV every day. They're scared to death when four or five people get involved and ask them tough questions. And that's our responsibility, and it has an impact, businesses particularly, because you can get – I'm on the particular person who I really like. Right. I'm gonna just, and I told. I said, I'm going to get a group together, and I'm going to do what I can. Now, I may get right. beat. Right. You may go back in. Do that's it. right. If you can do it, that's, that's right. fine. But that's what we've lost. Yeah, I think, um, too, this is coming from somebody that's uh, more middle, you know, just – but still leans way right. From a human standpoint, some of the things I've read as far as like psychology books or anthropology books, Republicans and Democrats, now that's a title, but the two different types of people, they have to coexist. It's a balance. I mean, you would say Democrats are more of a compassionate people where that's where you get like the welfare, you're looking out for your fellow man, where they say Republicans are more, look, these are the rules and we're going to stick to the rules. Right? So it's a good balance. There's no balance now. It's so polarizing on both ends of the spectrum. Just, I mean, I've said it before on here, just making a, a criticism of, a, of a, somebody that's running a campaign, now all of a sudden, oh, you must be Democrat. 
just making a criticism from somebody. Oh, you must. No, I'm not. I'm just. I, I should be able. I asked Tony this that day. I should be. I should be able to ask you to critique your candidate too. Tell me something that you don't like about it. Because if you're telling me that he's perfect, then I'm not going to take you legitimately. How do we? How do we get it back in the middle? My number. <clears throat> the number one question I get asked, Brad, why can't you two get together? And I was asked that today. <clears throat> I said, Well, let me ask you this. How do you? When you have a group of people, forget Democrat, Republican, but when you have a group of people who believe in abortion, killing a child, infanticide, how do you, and I disagree with that, so how do you meld that together? How do you uh, have a meeting of the minds of those who just think anybody ought to come in? Doesn't right. matter, gonna tear the wall down, versus those of us who do not. How do you get together, which I was in a budget meeting that, uh, providing free college, free health care to everybody, plus the 28 million undocumented workers, uh, versus those of us who don't, there's nothing free. Right. And I made a comment. I said, I'll agree with free education. You get the professors to work for free. Right. You get them to work for free. Nothing's free. Everything has a cost. But it starts with having that conversation. And uh, a lot of people, had, we were had an interview, and uh, this, the, the lady asked me the question, said, well, Donald Trump lies. I said, all right, give me an example. And it was a blank, blank stare. She said, everything. I said, no, I'm not letting you buy with that. You give me a specific example. I will tell you where I think Joe Biden is, is not telling the truth. From abortion, his stance there, to how he treats blacks. You know, if you ain't black enough, you ain't going to vote for me. To, and I named a bunch. I said, name me one. And she couldn't do it. That's where we got to, in a nice way, say, you need to really do your homework. And put name me a particular issue, then let's discuss it across the board right well, i also think that they've also become you know because there's certain things that i'm hard hard ultra right on but there's certain things i'm in the middle and that's that's where there also used to be a really fine line between democrats and republicans mm -hmm. just a few social differences but you i go hunting in ohio every year and you know art that i go hunting with he was primarily a democrat up there because of the union but now very still pro to a very pro-life you know, had a lot of the same thoughts that I did, but the union used scare tactics in certain areas, and I think that's why the, the Rust Belt was flipped last year. And I think that I think that what you're seeing now, I think that because they have forgotten that, and I think it's so. I, in my opinion, I think most Americans are galvanized back to being patriotic, back to loving the country, and back to realizing that this far left just lunatics are really leading us down a dangerous road. And, and Tony, they believe it. Don't think they're not going, you know, had a, had a group tell me the other day, well, that would never happen in South Carolina. I said, then let me give you an example. What happened in Charleston? The police chief uh, was told to stand down. Now, the mayor is walking back on that. Right. But ask anybody. I know some officers that, that are down there. Right. And people got hurt. Buildings got looted, torn up. There's no excuse for that. You don't put up with that. And so it's unfair to the police. It's unfair to that. That what if if our buildings got torn up? Who's gonna pay the Who's gonna pay to build it back? Who's gonna pay the premium if the insurance covers it? Which most policies do not cover vandalism. So we just gotten the, the Democratic Party has left the base behind. They've if, if y'all could serve with AOC, Rashida Tlaib, they are for complete takeover. They got the money to back it, but. It's up to us to fight. It's just right. time to fight. Well, you so, see some of the older Democrats, what you would call the older liberals, like they're pretty much the same. These the newer liberals are way like this. Not even they don't even rec the the Democrats don't even the the older Democrats they don't even recognize these new liberals. They don't, but they vote. They know they're there. Yeah, they know they're there. But I'm just saying, just the tactics, the the, the speech, you know, the things that that, that they talk about. They're not the same. That's where term it's limits. It's a different liberal. Term limits, they've stayed there too long, and they get comfortable. You're talking about the positions, Brad. When you get ranking, you get chairman of the committee, you control the money, you control. I mean, it's, it's, it's addictive. I see how it happens, but you can't let that happen. I mean, right. you uh, – and, and so they go along with the AOC. He's actually scared of her because the press covers her. She's attractive. She's pretty well-spoken, but she's wrong. Right. Name me one issue that she's wrong on. I mean that she's right on, and uh, that's do why. You, do you see a lot of the problem today with the media? Oh, there's far left wing, 
you know, when <clears throat> the social media, I don't, I don't know whether your listeners followed this with the 12 doctors when I was, I was. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, cause I was tagging everybody and I said, that's our Congressman. That's our Congressman. And it, I mean, that, that was a, uh, that was really amazing. Well, that get, video. Get this. Uh, I was, we had 12 doctors. They were MDs. They weren't mail-in degrees that were fake. Right. And they were given their opinion. Now, it, I, some of it, I think some Congress didn't show up. Antifa showed up dressed in. It was 105 degrees. They had uh, shirts up to here, and, and you couldn't right. see who they were, which is that's how they operate. Right. But anyway, uh, the doctors were given their opinions on school start-backs, um, just different things. I had met with them in Washington a week before. And uh, anyway, she this one particular doctor gave her opinion on hydroxychloroquine that it oh, yeah. worked on her patients. Right. Guess what? She was banned, and I was too. Right. It's not right. Right. There's something else guiding it, and I think it's money. Right. Now, also, one of the things that I wanted to really kind of to ask about the sense of you and your colleagues with flipping those recent couple seats in California, how encouraging is that going as we go forward – you know what I'm saying? Because I, I've, when you're watching California and the governor out there and mayor of Los Angeles, and you're looking at some of that nonsense, I still, you know, I still think taking California back red is a big leap. But with some of those congressional seats finally coming back into play, are they now? Have y'all had a chance to talk to them? And is that are they thinking that's going to be a bigger groundswell? than just those couple districts. Could that could that be a statewide thing in California? I would have bet you, Tony, probably $100 to $0.50 cents that that would not have happened. Mike Garcia, the fighter pilot, he shouldn't. He took Katie Hill's seat. That should not have happened. He won it because of his – he's got the right ideas. Right. Uh, Burgess Owens, the football player. Right. I think he's from uh, – he, he, you know, he, the fact that he won it is so encouraging. Right. Sixty-two uh, percent of the people are quiet. They're the, they're, they're not going to tell you a lot, but they're going to be there on voting day. And it's my prayer that that people come out. We are going to lose the country if Biden goes in. Pure and simple. Yeah. I, the thing that scared me is is because I think that I don't think there's any way when you look at general social media, when you're seeing some of these boat parades, when you're seeing some of these things for the president, when you're seeing some of these marches and his rallies and we went to the one in charlotte and when you're seeing all this i don't think that anybody believes that we can lose this but i am now starting to believe that it can and there's a distinct possibility it can be stolen and i'm and i'm terrified of this mail-in and i am i because i think that you're seeing a desperation on the left like i don't think we've ever seen and there's no question that that all of this is driven towards that this last six months is all about that the the politicization of the post office that I'm flying back Friday to vote on Saturday is all politics. Post office is, I mean, they run a, run a deficit, but they've got a surplus from the CARES Act. We we gave them ten ten billion dollars. They got ten billion four hundred thousand. That was in July. Yeah, was that July? They right. hadn't spent all that. That their own report says they're fine to get through this. Pelosi, they hate Donald Trump so much they want to cast this coronavirus on him right and and they will do whatever it takes you know when you're dealing with people who will change the, the rules of the game mid-game she has no bounds she doesn't care uh pelosi's uh she's she's vicious and you're right they're gonna steal it if they can they don't care and and get and uh, uh, i gotta ask a question today about how they can't do that because that's local i said look Vic, look who look the states they picked the, the key battleground states. Oh, yeah. North Carolina, Michigan, Florida. Right. Uh, that, that turned it last year. That turned, that turned in 16. That's where all the money is. And he was a he was an astute, you know, he followed politics. He said, I didn't think of it like that. I said, forget the local people. That's what they're doing. And uh, so much is riding on this election, Supreme Court justices. I sh- I, it's worth, if you don't like anything else, uh, if you don't like what Trump's done, and I think he's been a magnificent president, probably the greatest one we've had since since Lincoln, the guts to do what he, he thinks is right. Um, the, the fact that uh, with the Supreme Court, this will turn the tide for the country. A Supreme Court justice never dies somehow. They stay forever. Right. They ought to have term limits for them. Right. A lot of them are senile. But, uh, no, it's a uh, – this is the most pivotal election, and if you just take the Supreme Court, the value he brings in putting people in there that 
uh, follow the Constitution. They know the rule of law and is 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 worth the whole whole election. Now I'm not, you know, I'm obviously not one of those wild conspiracy theorists, but I also believe that. And I just saw a video recently in 2015 when the president was talking to Hannity, and he specifically mentioned Clinton, Epstein's island, and talked about it. And I just over this past year. In my opinion, I think that that is where the left has really and why they've come after him. I think that this child, this sex trafficking thing, this almost has me as angry as everything else because it's, you know, there's, what is there, 60 kids died from corona, but there's 2,000 a day that are missing. And, you know, and I, I, I just don't think that people truly don't, they don't understand, and I don't care what your political affiliations are, if you have children, and you can't understand how important this election is to stop this nonsense because he's really the only president that is addressing it. And I mean, and there's a lot of behind the scenes that people aren't seeing and a lot that's been done to stop this. But because, you know, I just think it's funny that, you know, the year before he ran, you know, Oprah was begging him to run. All these people were begging him to run. And I think that and I think that to me, I think that when it came out that he was going to make that announcement, I think that because of Hillary knew what Bill had done and his uh, affiliation with all that, she she put the pressure on them because I, she's already said that if she goes down, everybody's going down. So, and to me, I think that that is where that desperation, and it is almost like a panic to stop him because of that being a large part of it. That's just my opinion because I think that he is intent on trying to stop that nonsense. Well, he is. I mean, they can't control him. He doesn't need their money. What does he need from, from them? Now, he's mad now. What, right. they, what they, the four years he's been, that's not right. The press ought to be accused of assault and battery on him. Right. And the fact that he is, um, has done what he's done, he's made the right move. Soleimani, when he took him out, that was proposed when, when they had him, when Bush and Obama, they were scared for the blowback. And I asked, blowback from who? Right. The, the well, you saw it. You saw it, how they, you know, and, and this, I'm going to tell you what's really pissed me off this week is the whole, the, the wrong Trump that's been t- trending on social media because his brother died and i I, I just can't to me you know just imagine if that would have happened to any other president if if that would have trended i mean it would be the most despicable thing ever well they know no bounds they are as they are as radical but they've got an agenda and one of the doctors called me that was in the in, in the on the capitol and he was talking about a lot how this is a bigger thing than we even realize and uh he said, "You heard of Epstein?" I said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "Do you think he died by accident? Did he did he kill it? Did he hang himself?" I said, "No." He said, "No, he didn't." It's a bigger thing, bigger than even we know. Yeah. So I'm I don't think glad I, that, I'm just glad that it's coming out. Like the, the, as far as like the child sex trafficking yeah. and stuff, because I mean, four years ago I got involved with truckers against trafficking. So like I made donations to that through Beard and Mother Trucker, and I see the statistics. I speak at Frito. Uh, to the other drivers about getting the stickers on the window like we're at the truck stops i mean some of these girls are trafficked to truck stops to over the road truckers you know and we got to be vigilant about it and we got numbers on our trucks if you need help you know knock on my door we'll get you help you know but it's i'm glad if nothing else that this is bringing because it's always been there every year but now it's like oh, okay come on come right. on join and this I, with me you know like it's a big deal what you're doing is putting sunlight on it and uh, I had a had a, a couple of our a couple that we knew who was at South Park. They had a fourteen year old girl that was drugged into a, a uh, bathroom, and they're drugging them. She just happened to watch her child, and uh, that's sick. But it's a uh, it's taken a new level, and uh, that's the sickest thing that that anybody could do. They'll pay a price. It probably won't be here, but they'll pay a price. At, in right. the next next life right yeah and I, I just think that it's a uh you know now my personal opinion it's just an opinion one i'm not even sure he's you talking about epstein not sure he's <laughs> here dead come, here comes I'm, I'm, i mean i'm being honest with you and i don't think it's a coincidence that his girlfriend's picked up fairly recently and then when she's picked up now you've got celebrities leaving the country you've got shows on being canceled people take on hiatuses now you're seeing lists actually come out of who has visited that island i'm telling you there's very little that pisses me off as bad as this nonsense in your police work you know a lot that goes on that would shock the normal person in rock hill right uh i know of the people that were tied up that you would never think would do that right that 
if it comes out, and I think it will, you give Trump four more years, he he's he is going to do so much good for this country. He doesn't care, and he it will come out. Um, but it's uh, that uh, tra- sex trafficking is is a sick sickness. Right, and I like I said, I still think that that's a large part of where their desperation is coming from, and I also think it ultimately goes back to control. And I think that you know, and you also, I think that to me. The similarities with you and him is you have that ability to tell people no because you don't owe anybody anything. And I think that he's the first person that's gone up there that doesn't owe anybody anything. And he's not in anybody's pocket and he has an agenda. And I think he does. I think that, you know, people have asked me, you know, because I I mean, people give me a heart. I mean, I got, I'm, there's no doubt that I've been, I've been driving the Trump train for a while. There's no doubt about <laughs> you? it. And yeah, that I know you'll be surprised. Even, you'll be very surprised. Kind of t- you're quiet, Tony. Right. Right. But to me, I saw early on that he was the first person that could not be controlled. And I think that he, and I think that that is why he has them spun up so bad. Because if you think about it, it there's, there's no reason to not like him. Because if you really want to look at it, going back most of his life, he was probably more of a Democrat than he was a Republican. I mean, he, you know, if it would have been for Hillary, he probably would have ran as a Democrat. But he wouldn't have unseated her because that was the power shift that they were using at that time. That was her turn. But like I said, if you, he's not at his core a ultra-conservative person. No. He just, he's, you know, and that patriotism that he's brought back and loving this country is is to why I have such a, a, a fondness and a, an attraction to him. Not, you know, I don't care what he says. I don't care about some of that. Now, people have asked me to be honest, and, and to be honest, the, the thing that I wish he would do would not get in such individual pissing contests with certain celebrities that are beneath him. But then again, when I— and Not so I, much Brad, beneath him, but beneath the office. Right, but I've also had this conversation with you, Brad, and I said, but you also don't—nobody else knows what it's like to have your family— attacked and 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 what he's been putting up with for the past five years nobody so you know and that's where i i do have that ability to say and give that pass on it because just what we see doesn't scratch the surface i'm sure what his family gets along the lines of threats and just what they hear so if that's his only venue to defend himself then by god go ahead and do it as far as i'm concerned okay two things all right so speaking of trump there's a lot of things about him personally that I don't like, okay? People say, well, how can you get away with him saying what he said on the bus? You know, how can you, would you want your daughter? Here's my point on that. I'm my daughter's role model. I don't need him to raise my children. I'm not looking at him to be what I want my kids to see. I just want him to run the country. I want everything to turn out all right. I'm, I don't want, it's not like I'm looking at my kids and saying, hey, watch that guy right there on TV. That's what you, you need to model by that. That's my responsibility as a father. Okay, so I've got them under control. So certain things that he says or whatever, you know, I might not, I might not like it. But just be the president. That's all I want from you. And I think, I think things that financially, business-wise, the economy, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm wondering if I'm going to get that other stimulus check. Right. Uh, somebody asked me about yeah. that today. Um, the second question is, he was talking about, or comment, I should say, he was talking about the stuff that the president, you know, jabs at his family, jabs at – how do you – I mean, just you too, I'm sure you see it. How does your, how do you, how does the family deal with it? Like, that's one of my other fears about if I ever decide to run for anything. You know, like, I don't want somebody coming after my kids. You know, I don't want, I don't want people – talking track i mean i'd be fine with it but that's got to be hard to get ridiculed by people that don't know you whether it be somebody might say something about your wife somebody might say something about your children you know what i mean i know your son i man, i love your son i've known all your family but especially your son that's got to be hard he's a tough dude i mean he could take it but just the, the verbal stuff how is it in the political life because people say well you signed up for it but it still ain't easy well i'm lucky because i just don't care to be honest with you, yeah. I, I really just don't care what yeah. they say. And I, I've told my family, and they backed me from day one. I said, mm-hmm. turn off social media. You're going to hear a lot of things. Um, but just tune it out. And they've, they've done that because there's so much good you can do in office. I mean, there's so many good things that I, I never knew we could help in Congress. I mean, you see the bills and you see – but we've helped more veterans. We've helped more police officers. We've helped more you know, people with Social Security – People just have issues. 
but I'm lucky because it doesn't affect me. I mean, sure, it um, it 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 doesn't even sting me because I don't. Again, people <laughs> right. saying it, I don't respect. Now, if somebody I respect, I'll go to them and say, "Well, tell me where right. this came from." Right. The other thing is, you got so many people in politics who are trying who are fakes, who are trying to be something else that they aren't. Trump is what it is. He was at that prayer breakfast, Brad, and he. Uh, you had Pelosi, who had just torn his speech up at the uh, when he gave his address. You had um, a couple of people. And he he got up there and he said, "You know, forgiveness. I'm trying. I'm working on it." He said, I, "I can't take people who use religion as a crutch." He's talking about Romney, right? But uh, he just uh, I saw it on his face. He just real. What comes to his mind is what he's going to say, and he really thinks that. By being honest, uh, he admits the stuff. I mean, he's right. not somebody who Clinton never admitted it. I mean, Trump is what it is, and he doesn't deny it. He just um, it, and I say it's refreshing on him. But right. let's get to his to his wife. Uh, yeah. she didn't bargain for this. Right, and he said last time we were with him, he said, you know, look, at, he said I'm doing so many good things, but I can't even go out. I can't go out to get a hamburger like I used to do, or I can't. I mean, the people that want to kill him every second, right? Every right, day. right. So. Yeah, I, but I also think that if you going back to that, the great majority of what they're using that he said was prior to him being a politician. It was, yeah. and I and to me, I think that once again, you look at. I think to me, if you want to look at a true product of just the swamp and 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 what it is, is look at the Bush family. You know, this is a family that was supposed to be conservative and everything else, and they have turned on him, turned on values and everything else just to protect the swamp. You know what I'm saying? And I used to have a lot of respect for George Bush. I really did. And now I've got no use for any of them. Their families are nothing because it is, you know, and recently um, Colin Powell came out endorsing Joe Biden. And, and, and I, you know, and, I, and you look at that and you think that it's – and it is all goes back to how true that swamp is. But, you know, and going back to your other point, and I was going to mention this earlier, because you and I have had probably three meals together, and we see each other a good bit. I've known, I've known your family long before you ran. And I think that the thing that I've noticed most is, is that, you know, whether we're eating or somewhere else, is, is the people that come up to you, hey, Ralph, you know, and it and it's and it's because of what you did in the community. You know what I'm saying? And and, and yeah. I think that that is, I think that's a strong testament that I see of you. And it's it's not just people that live in Laurel Creek that speak to you. It no matter where we're eating, it's everybody. The the guys that were leaving here from work today knew who you yeah. were and thanked you and appreciated what you're doing. And I think that that is the difference. What I think Americans are seeing now is, and I think that to me, one of his strongest suits is. His unifying the country, I think, is what's pissed him off and terrified him the most. I think that the Democrats cannot stand the number of African Americans that are becoming conservative. I think they can't stand it. And I think they absolutely hate a flag-waving, patriotic country. And I think they hate it. And I think that because of him doing that, I think is a large part of why they use little things that he says trying to tear him apart. There was a girl that called me <clears throat> probably a year ago here in Rock Hill. Um, we're talking about a lot of different things, but I said, well, what's your opinion of Trump? She said, oh, I love him. I said, really? You're, you're a suburban housewife. You're not supposed to. He said, let me tell you what he did. I was 19 in New York, had just been to a, um, to a uh, department store, walked outside, pouring rain in. My phone was dead. Guess who pulled up? I said, Trump? He said, yeah. Now, this was back 40, 35 years ago. Right. He said, can I help you? look like you're distressed. Now, he took her to her apartment, uh, did, didn't charge her anything. He said, what do you, what do you want? You, you seem distressed. Let me help you. Paid for tickets to Broadway. Would you think you'd ever hear that? He's right. done that over and over and right. over again. And he's helping. That person couldn't do anything for him, which was great. Yeah, I mean, and I, like I said, I, it, that's what they say, a measurable man is not, you know, is, is how you treat somebody that can't do anything for you. You, you you've, I watch people, how, how do they treat that secretary or how do they treat that guy who, you know, can't do anything for him? And believe me, if you saw what I saw, and it, it's on both sides, but this left now, 
they mistreat people that um, it's it's really blows my mind. And I just want to I'm giving more money to candidates to beat these jerks because I'm tired of it. Couple questions is is one because when you first went in, y'all had uh, did y'all have the majority when you first went in? All right, and yeah. and what is like just from your sense? You know the the best way for us to just kind of sense what that change has felt like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and and just you know how you can describe that most. I describe it as like that person who had been healthy all of his life, and then all of a sudden is an invalid. He lost his health. That was real. When I went from and we the the majority didn't do the per, right perfect things, but. To what we're seeing now under Pelosi, we've lost our health. Now, if we get it, if we're lucky enough to get it back, we got to do something with it. I'm part of the Freedom Caucus. There's a group of business guys. We drive a hard bargain. I don't care what the uh, the, the Main Street Republicans do. We're going to drive a hard bargain on making a difference. And it's been pretty rough. I've never been in a minority in the state house or here. But Pelosi takes it to another level. Tony, she's she's uh, she's evil. I'll I tell you, she's evil. What she's doing is evil. Right. And it's a spiritual warfare as much as anything right. else. Yeah. And we got to fight. So, I, and that's, and to, before I make the other point, and, and to us, you know, how we all think, man, this is critical, this is critical. But I've tried to tell Austin, my 21 year old son, that his, his age group, if you have conservative children, there has never been a time where they need to register and vote this year. I don't think more than any election in our right. entire lifetime. I really don't. I think that, you know, I've told Austin and, and everyone that he knows had better do it because I can guarantee you that every purple and orange hair 18-year-old out, out there is going to go vote. Yeah, And, and it's critical. They're going to they, – there's no bounds for this group. They will – they have got to win this election, and it's going to be the saddest day – uh, it's really going to be a sad day because I know a lot of great congressmen who have got so much to offer. If it goes the other way, they're saying life is too short. I'm out of yeah. here. We need them. Right. Like you on the police force and like people who are making a difference, you need them to be, be in that right. fight. Now, last November, because I, you know, I go hunting in Ohio, and I went, and one of the pieces of land that we hunt, these are not – I've known them, talked to them. These are not ultra-conservative people. I'm pretty sure that they had not voted R in forever. So whenever I would go to their house, you know, obviously my I got the I got a sticker on the side of my truck. It's President Trump's face, and it looked like he's riding in the <laughs> yeah, back seat. Do. I got flags <laughs> on it, stickers. It's insane. But when I would go to their house, I would take some down because I still want to keep my place to hunt. You know what I'm saying? And I always tried to back my truck in because of the stickers. And one day we just happened to be going in. And he kind of was out there early, and I was like, well, crap. I guess today would be the last day we on here. And he, he actually walked over, and he said, well, he said, i never, I never been a big Republican, but I, I just could not live with myself if that bitch got in there. This was the last time. And he said, and they, they, they own, he works at a business that makes commercial drills and things like that for pipes and, and under, underground drilling. And he said, he said, I will tell you, in the 30 years I've been with this company, we have never done as good as we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And and it really struck me that, and I thought, well, you better believe that everybody that works there, you think they're going to care about an R and a D this November? Because they're going to know, I don't want to go back to where we weren't making money. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think what scares me are the people that don't show up. I think that's going to be, I think that this is, you know, I thought 16, and I really believe stopping Hillary. Mick Mulvaney came to – I saw him at when we, we were helping him with security one year, and he talked about money, and he talked about it, and he did such an incredible job of talking about it to where we could understand it. Because you're trying to talk to me in trillions and all that, it's, it's stupid. But he said, look, here's our government. We make 50 grand a year. You spend 150 grand a year, and you already have 250 on your credit card. Well, when he said that, you just you just kind of stopped them. We're like, well, hold on a second now, and and somebody in there asked him, was it too late? And this was in 2015, 2014, and he said, no, we have traveled to some countries where 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 we are, and they're now in the black, and we have that we've seen their model, and we can do it. And he said, we are one more 
liberal presidency away from where we will be past the point of no return. So there, at that point, I was thinking 16 is it. 16, I, don't th- I think, pales in comparison to how important 2020 is. I, I don't think that we'll ever we, – we will, we will lose our country if we turn it over to this mob this year. I firmly believe that. I do too. I mean, this is do or die. I mean, I mean that. I've got Sean Hannity's book that I'm getting into, which is a fabulous book, Live Free or Die. It's put, uh, uh, Brad, I had a trucker tell me not long ago, he said, you know, and he's a real patriot. He's a real, he said, you know, I, I'm going to be a citizen. I will not be a servant. Uh, and that, that stuck. I'll be a citizen. I'm not going to be a servant. This crowd wants you to be a servant. And that's what we're up against. We're going back to the Venezuela, which is one of the richest countries. It's going to be a no one will be safe in this country. You're talking about law and order. You can forget that. You're talking about the military, which this president has put dollars to. You're talking about, I mean, on down the line, businesses, the regulations he's cut. Uh, look at what he, uh, you know, I got involved with Eddie Gallagher, who was a Navy SEAL. He called me to see how can I help him. And that was a coup from day one. Gallagher wasn't. Then I mean, he was a decorated eight-time guy that went to uh, to fight for us. Uh, now he's tough, right? But, yeah, uh, yeah. The president had it. Not, that's how much he takes on the individual level. That's what's fun about this job because he sees the Gallagher couldn't do him any good, right? Uh, couldn't do me any good either, right? But you do the right thing. I mean, it's just not that hard, and it's a uh, he he's second to none at that. To call little me on something like that, right? He's unbelievable. Yeah, and I think, to me, though, I, I think that one of the things that, that people lose sight of is that, you know, they've tried to act like he was going to be a warmonger and this and this, but actually we have fought less in his first three and a half years than we have. He's brought more troops home, and he's going. he is going back to what we all remember with the Reagan theory is people. You don't, you'll have less battles if people are terrified of you and know what you're capable of. You know what I'm saying, and I, and I think that that is that is one thing that he does not get enough credit for. How much have you heard of North Korea now? When since his presidency, prior to the the former eight years, how many how many uh, uh, when we turn the TV, how many uh, reporters were racking their brains, nervous? North Korea is going to put a missile over on right Florida. How many have you heard about that? Nothing, because the guy like with Soleimani, he does it. He doesn't care about the blowback. And that's that's the refreshing thing about him. He got mutilated. In, I mean, I was there when right. uh, all of them, he had his generals there, and the, the Democrats were saying, why didn't you get approval from Congress? And you could see going through their mind, you think we're stupid? What are we going to do, tell Soleimani to stand where he is so we go kill him? Let's get congressional approval? It doesn't work that way. That's how out of touch and disconnected they are. Yeah, and I think that to me, I think it's funny that that how they've – how everything's been twisted and it's China and Russia and the rest of the world wants Biden in there more than they'll ever want Trump because then it goes back to where they've given this country away. Well, anybody that's, that's been on a board, how many make $50,000 every 30 days? Uh, how many get a, he got a billion two in equities in companies, Burisma. That's, uh, you know, anybody that makes their money in politics is a crook. Right, bar none. So, and one more thing, and I, and I know that it's we're all waiting, 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 waiting. And I, you know, we, and I know that the one thing that I don't ever rush him about is because President he, he daggum knows what he's doing, and he ain't never lost. But I, I do want to start to see some accountability for what took place with the spine at Trump Tower and some of the stuff that was gone on and the Clinton emails. And I know because that was one of his major things was doing something about that. And I know that there was some parts that had to play out. He had to kind of wait and see. But And I know he's hinted lately that he's going to be kind of going underground a little bit. And a lot of people are anticipating that maybe some of that's going to start to come out. Because what's scary me is if we wait too long, they're already doing some of these voting in these states, you know, and, and, and I'm wondering at what point are we going to start to see some of that? Um, I was with Lindsey Graham the other day. He's head of judiciary. Um, you're going to see it. The press is not going to report it. The one that – I forgot the guy's name, but one that uh, that was FBI agent that was pled guilty, you're going to see some pretty big announcements. Now, he's fighting the same thing he did on the wall. The Obama the Obama lower court appointees are throttling him back on right. everything. But he finds a way around it. He doesn't give up. He's got two big things that's going to be 
the three of us are going to be real happy about in the next 45 days that you're going to like, right. which is, is unbelievable. Unless he gets waylaid, you're going to like it. Uh, but no, he's he's fighting an uphill battle because these liberal judges who are like Obama. Uh, look what they did with Flynn. General Flynn was a decorated hero. Uh, I still believe there was a reason, though, and I think that's because, you know, the day after the election, obviously they didn't have the loyalty to him when he was a candidate, but the whole reason he moved out of Trump Tower is because they told him the day after the election, hey, we got to get you out of here. This place is unsecured, mm-hmm. and he's known since then. And I've known that you're not going to take a general like Flynn and take what he took for three years. If him and if he didn't know, patience, there's going to be a detri- day of retribution. And I believe that's going to come. I just hope it comes sooner than later so they can uproot some of this nonsense, you know, before we get too far. They're going to do that. Guys, I got to be at a congressman. I know you got to go. This is Chester? Chester, yeah. Yeah, speaking Chester of that. All right, real quick. What, and I know we're gonna, we can help with some of the physical stuff, but what? how important you are to us. York County and the other counties. What are some of the things that we can get us people to do? Obviously, the the obvious things, getting your social media, spreading it. But what's some other things that we can do to try and help you, especially as we go into November? Just what you've said. Real, let people realize the importance of this election. This is more than about me. It's more than about, this is for our country, and I, I believe that. Uh, and it's time to uh, do this whether it's, uh, you know, take people to the polls that you know can't get there. Uh, it's, it's just getting involved because this country won't be the same in 75 days if, I, if it happens the other way. 100%. Man, I appreciate you being here. Brad, thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you all anytime. Tony, thank you, Mr. Good job. This, thank hey, you very you much. Should, look, when it looks back, when Tony blows up one day, you know, I hope he thanks me because I kind of got him in it, but he's going to be able to look back and say, my first guest, man, you, you, he swung for the roof on that one. Right. Hey, now, if you, you can just get Lindsey Graham up here. <laughs> if you can yeah. get me Senator Graham. <laughs> yeah. But I'd rather him be second anyway, so that'd work yeah. out better. Just yeah. remember us. When you get famous, just remember us little people. That's right, right. right. I've been famous. You know what I'm saying? Lo- I mean, I've he's a local celebrity, famous. right? I'm a local. All right. Ours. Thank you all, John. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Uh, let me go ahead and give a shout-out real quick. Get Dirty 360. Uh Supply, bearded mother trucker, EA Sports Fields out of Clover, South Carolina. Tattoo brews out of Rock Hill. Hospitality, heat and air. Comer Distributing, Spikes, uh, fresh pork skins and boiled peanuts. We got Sign Techniques, Control Sites, and last but not least, Firehouse Construction down there in Clover. Stick. H- hope you'll win. You're doing her good. All right, that's it. And let's also make sure we go check oh, out yeah. our Same other podcast. Oh, yeah. Same trailer, different part. They're recording pretty soon, right. too. Two Tall Media Group. Good job. Breaking Thank bars. You. All right.